I'm Jason Ariola. And I'm Dominic Chavis, and this is Rock Out With Your Card Out. So last episode, we had a nice little chat with Megan Carnes about her game and the music she's into and all that stuff. This week, we're going to be talking about a video game that has an entirely too kick-ass of a soundtrack for what the hell it is. Um, if you didn't hear it on the last one or couldn't figure out what it was at the teaser that we threw in at the end of the last one, we're going to be talking about Pictionary for the NES today. Right, Dominic? That's right. Yeah. Little Pictionary. Now... Before we get crucified for why the hell are you talking about the music to a Pictionary game? (laughs) Which, if anyone had said that, I completely wouldn't have blamed you. The composer for Pictionary is Tim Fallon, who you may also know from... He's kind of famous in the, like, 8-bit music era, especially for the Silver Surfer soundtrack, which is a really, really dope fucking soundtrack. And this will not be... I promise you, this will not be the last thing we do on Tim Fallon, but... Uh, Dominic and I were looking for something, I don't want to say kind of easy, but kind of easy this one, because we've got a, our next episode's going to be sort of a double feature and a lot of investment, so we were looking for something we could kind of bounce off of pretty easily. So we decided on Pictionary. It's a six-track thing, so this will be a pretty quick podcast, but uh, like I said, we'll make up for it in the next one. I gotta say, man, Tim Fallon's, I've sort of rediscovered him, I guess, in kind of doing this, but man, I gotta say, I really like his music. Yeah, you know, he's a he's a great composer. I'm in love with his music. I'm just just the way he writes. It's just incredible because it all works. It's really weird too cuz like I think his brother also does or did video game music. They've both sort of gotten out of the industry in the last like 15 years or 20 years or something. I think when it all sort of came into uh you know, being able to put like orchestrated stuff and real instruments in, they sort of fell by the wayside or just lost interest. But Man, Tim Fallon is just a hell of a composer. And I gotta say, the title theme for this thing is incredible. I mean, we were talking about this off the air. You fill in what you were gonna say about it. But, like, me personally, like, this is, like, the best opening or title theme for a game that clearly doesn't deserve it. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Well, so far, this is my favorite title screen composition that we've covered so far. It's incredible. Yeah, I, I I really don't know what else to say about it, and we'll so we'll get to that. Um, and then the next we're going to be covering also the drawing game, which I kind of just had to pull the uh, the names off the YouTube channel thing here, so I don't know if these are the actual titles. <laughs> I we'll just go with it. But anyway, uh, so let's go ahead and we'll get the title screen theme in there, and you can bump to that for a few minutes because oh man, that track is good. God, it is good and layered beyond what you think a Pictionary game should should have. And right after that, we'll be listening to the drawing game. (laughs) 
See, what I tell you guys, that title screen theme, that thing, it just... Jesus, God almighty, that's good. Bumpin'. <laughs> I thought we agreed not to say it's bumpin', right? Didn't we? <laughs> I don't remember. Okay, well, then, you know what? I don't remember either, so we'll just chalk it up to... Let's not say that again, shall we? <laughs> it's poppin'. Okay, I'll go with poppin'. Poppin'. <laughs> it's poppin' and lockin', baby. Oh, God, I'm old. Anyway, um, so yeah, that title screen theme, man, I... That is just... I, I, I don't even remember the first time I heard it and then was like, where's that from? And then somebody pointed out it was the Pictionary thing. And I was like, no, seriously, what game is that from? It's like, Pictionary? Why does Pictionary have this good of a... Okay. Um, yeah, so the... Like, just the introduction of that one alone. It's got this, like, really cool, like, build-up in the first eight seconds of, like, each channel starts off, and it reminds me of, like, a band coming in with, like, one instrument every couple of seconds to kind of get it going. And then at the eight-second mark, it just all kind of harmonizes together. Just like, all right, we're going with this thing now. Yeah, it all forms into one badass piece of music. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, like I said, it's uh, talking off the air. I was telling Jason how... Uh, it was really cool how it was composed because every instrument was set in apart from each other. So he would come in with one beat, bring in something else and everything would start forming. And it's so easy to understand the music behind it when you compose that way. It's I, man, I don't know, dude. Like I said, it is, I just adore this thing. I, I don't know how much more positivity I can spit on this thing. Seriously. It is just like, why is this so good? I mean, you were saying this might be your favorite title theme, and the more I think about it, this might be my favorite track we've covered, period. I mean, this is just good. Yeah, it's excellent. It's um, surprising, actually. I, Because when I was uh, listening to the Pictionary OST, I was like, um, well, before I started listening to it, I was thinking to myself, well, this is probably going to be pretty uh, pretty bleak, pretty lame. <laughs> it's like, but, great, uh, Jason's coming up with some shit ideas already. Good fucking job, Jason. <laughs> But no, it was a, uh, it, it's incredible. It, it's incredible, especially this track in general. It's just composed so well. Um, thought the percussions fit in well with the rhythm, which is uh, what really kept this song going, I thought at least. Mm -hmm. And around the eight second mark, uh, things really start, I guess, moving. Mm -hmm. You know, you start, you, you start hearing the rhythm. Everything's coming together. And it's pretty cool how, how everything was put to great use in the APU, which would be the audio processing unit, just in case you don't know that. Didn't know that. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, they, it was excellent. I don't have anything else to say about it. See, like, and I, what I loved about this thing was, like, it had a totally thumping baseline throughout this whole thing. And I just dug the shit out of it. Now, I know we, we do talk about, like, at the 33-second mark or whatever throughout these, but since we don't actually, like, really tag these things in there as far as time goes it's pretty obvious what i'm talking about though but 33 seconds into this thing it it changes like segments in a way and it like that is just my favorite throughout that whole thing and i think part of the strength of this track is that it's constantly changing it feels like mm -hmm. yeah it's all it's constantly creating new paths there you go and there's never a second of dead air in this thing which like normally like you kind of let something breathe, but there's always something going on in this thing. And I just like, you think it's pretty like even just listening to it and just thinking like, Oh, this is cool to listen to. But then you start listening to it repeatedly and you're like, Oh, this is interesting. Oh, this is interesting. And you start catching things. And you're like, Oh man, this thing is really good. There is so much going on in this thing. that it's just like, why, why did he put this much work into the, fucking title screen theme for Pictionary for the NES. 
Yeah, it really makes you wonder. He must have gotten a good chunk of change to come up with this thing. That's all I could think he must of. Have. Or he had some canceled game that he had written this for. It was just like, and picture, and the people who did the picture were like, "Hey, we need some music." I was like, "Oh, I've got this. Or I'll just pretend this makes sense with this with this game." I know, right? It's uh, pretty crazy. I wonder how this track actually came about. You know, maybe that's something we should do at some point. Is try to track down some of these people who used to do this stuff and are like long out of the industry. It's like they might not be doing anything. It might be cool to catch up with them and be like, "Hey, so Tim, I know people want to talk to you about the Silver Surfer soundtrack and all that stuff, but um, I got a question for you. What the fuck is with the Pictionary title theme? I don't get it. Why is it so good? <laughs> yeah, why is it so good? What the hell are you thinking? It's like why? Why did you waste that much talent on on this? I don't understand it. <laughs> but I, I well, can't even play the game. You know what? I have it. Maybe it. Maybe who knows? Maybe it's the secret. Maybe it's the secret best NES game we've never played. It might be. <laughs> you know what? Once we're done with this, I have to try playing Pictionary now. Great, thanks, Dominic. Appreciate that. Give it a shot. You might like it. <laughs> <laughs> never mind Assassin's Creed Odyssey and the seventy-five hours I've put into you. I am playing Pictionary for the rest of the time now. <laughs> yeah, you got to move on, man. Yeah, eventually, one of these days. Well, if the game will ever fucking end, I might move on. But you know, <laughs> it's just still going. So anyway, um, I really may only beef with this thing is that at the end it just kind of ends it doesn't really <laughs> like do anything it just kind of like he plunks in like this like note at the very end and it's just like oh wait oh yeah hold on i'm done Bloop. well i i guess i do have one thing to say about this mm-hmm. the ending sucks okay there it, you it go just, it just completely drops off that but that's the only bad part of the song which doesn't really matter because once it's over it's over you know? <laughs> yeah you're, you're on to the next badass song but yeah, it was it was a little weird how uh, it kind of just drops off, and then you just hear that little boop or whatever it is at the end. Yeah, there's there's literally like a plunk. Like it literally yeah. it, it it almost reminds me of you know the Charlie Brown Christmas special where uh, Lucy is leaning up against Schroeder's piano and asking him to play uh, Jingle Bells or whatever, <laughs> and he's doing all these really fancy, beautiful composition or you know arrangements of it, and then. And she says, no, no, make, and ho, ho, ho. And then he starts just plunk, 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 plunk. That's it. And it just reminds me. And he just was like, oh, let me just push a button. Plunk. It's like, to end it. That's hilarious. That's kind of what it reminds me of. I was just like, why did this, possibly one of the greatest compositions on the NES have to end with such a plunk is the best way I can put it. Yeah. You know, I found it really surprising because it, towards the end, you know, he composed some really nice leads, you know, all for nothing because it just leads up to a drop-off point yeah to a plunk exactly like maybe he was thought to himself well it is just for pictionary screw it (laughs) he's like i'm in i'm at the peak of my powers and i'm making this for pictionary hold on fuck this plunk i'm done he's like man i just wasted this damn it (laughs) retraction Oh, uh, but hey, jeez, yeah. Like I said, that is my only complaint with that track, and it is just—it's astounding that this thing, like, no, I, I honestly like, it's one of those things of like, I'm amazed more people don't talk about this thing. I'm really kind of surprised like more people don't know about this <laughs> thing because it's just incredible. But then again, people would have had to play Pictionary in the NES for people to know about it. So I guess that might have something to do with it. Yeah, you know, going back to the ending, you know, as good as the song was, I really don't mind that it just drops off. You know, he did kind of slam you with so much stuff. He took you down so many different paths in the music. It's, I guess it doesn't really matter how it ended. That's a good point. Yeah, it's a little bit of a weird choice, but ultimately, like, he did such a killer job on this thing. It's like, eh, whatever. I mean... It, yeah, it's, it's hard to bash him for it. It's like, you earned it, dude. I, I'll, I'll cut you some slack, I suppose. You son of a bitch, you got this one. <laughs> yeah, got me here. 
Yeah, it was excellent, though. I, I, I love the track. I, I can listen to it over and over. For sure, dude. And moving on to the drawing game. Man, I feel like we're not going to do the rest of these things justice because there's just so much of that good one. You know, the first track is such a good one that it's like hard to like go back and talk about anything else in the soundtrack. But the rest of the soundtrack is still pretty strong. It's just, I don't want to say overpowered by that title screen theme, but it's kind of overpowered by that. So, so if it seems like we're giving short shrift to the rest of these, it's only because of how good that one was. And it's just like, I don't know, like, it almost feel like you should dedicate an episode just to that. Like, why, <laughs> why does this thing exist? Uh, so anyway, yeah, uh, getting back to the drawing game here, there's this like little, like, I, I, maybe, you know, maybe you know what I'm talking about, but I, there's like this little, like, little wave sound thing that kind of goes throughout the whole thing that I just love. It's like this thing. Oh yeah, like those uh, little flutters. Yeah. I, I really don't know what to call them. Very yeah. interesting though. Yeah, I dig them. And then this, uh, kind of getting back to uh, what we were talking about when we were talking about the Fantasy Star soundtrack, there's some good high parts in this that I really dig, proving that it is just that PSG chip in the uh, Sega Master System <laughs> that bugs the shit out of me. It is not the high-pitched NES notes. Like I said, there's something about the NES being able to hit high notes that the Master System standard chip just can't quite do. Just chip on your shoulder, man. Yeah, apparently. A chip <laughs> on my shoulder and a chip in my eardrum, apparently, too. Just, <laughs> man. Because I, I hear those high-pitched things that the uh, Master System does on, with the PSG chip, and I'm like, eh, just, no, don't, don't, don't. Mm -hmm. Please don't. You're hurting my spine. <laughs> tickles you the wrong way, man. Oof, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it tickles me like nails on a chalkboard with followed by a, a fork scraping on a plate. I'm like, yeah. Ugh, no, don't, <laughs> no, I don't like. Um, And then... Kind of throughout, like, like I said, there's not really much else to talk about on this one for me, um, but I really do, like, dig the bass line that's going throughout these. And, I, like I said, I did that, too, with the title screen theme, so I'm just wondering, like, I, I not, maybe, not wondering, but I think Tim Fallon just makes good bass lines in his tracks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, excellent rhythm. I, I thought it was extremely laid back. It was really nice to listen to. Going back to those little flutters, I loved how they were accompanied with Barbite Echo which was uh, really cool because it totally filled the space mm -hmm. and it made it work. You know, without the echo, it would have just been really dry. And it, it's great how the sound they're using with the echo comes back in as a lead at the 108 mark. I thought that was freaking cool. Hmm. I'm going to have to go back and listen to that again to kind of catch that because, man, oh, man, like I said, there's... A Tim Fallon is just a master of the NES, man. I mean, <laughs> he does some really cool shit. Yeah, shit. In fact, that part alone is what keeps me coming back to this track. Really? Okay. Mm -hmm. It's a high high point. Hmm. Oh, I'm definitely going to have to pay attention to that one. Because like I said, it just those flutters kind of got me. I was just like, man, I'm, I'm digging this. Like, I don't know what the hell this is, but I'm kind of digging it. <laughs> sounds nice. <laughs> yeah, it sounds party. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of sound and party, let's go ahead and move on to our next two tracks here. Uh, first, we're going to listen to minigame number one and minigame number two. So, let's... Um, Rock out to those, and we'll come back and talk about them.
Mini game number one. If you have been living under a rock and Queen is at the forefront of everyone's mind lately because of that Bohemian Rhapsody movie and all of a sudden it seems to be playing in every grocery store in God's green earth. Um, the baseline to this is going to sound awfully familiar because it is basically just another one bites the dust. And oh. dear God almighty, I was just like, oh, come on, seriously. <laughs> another one bites the dust. <laughs> And as I was telling Dominic off the air, my first exposure to that song was a Weird Al Yankovic's version, Another One Rides the Bus. So <laughs> that is what I hear every time I hear that bass line is just Another One Rides the Bus. So You know, it is a little wacky. <laughs> that is true. And I, I actually do kind of enjoy it more. And yeah, I don't know. Like, honestly, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say something, maybe not controversial, but I'm not a big fan of Queen. Uh-oh. It, I'm I, done. I am not. No, okay, bye. Anyway. <laughs> I, I'm just not a big fan of, like, the rock opera, like, show tune rock sort of thing. Like, oh, God, Bohemian Rhapsody, if I never hear that song again, that will be that. Jeez. No way. Yeah, no. I'm really not a fan of that song. I'm just like, hey, we can't make up our minds what we're actually doing with this song. We're just going to go 45 different directions and keep going for 30 minutes. It's like, okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. You guys had something to say. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You, you know, you've always kind of reminded me of uh, Freddie Mercury. Is it is it the mustache or my long flowing hair? Both. Okay. <laughs> For those of you who haven't seen me before, I am clean shaven and and shaved my head bald. So <laughs> yes, I don't know where Dominic's getting this from. Is it? Oh wait, it must be my charisma. Wait, I have none of that either. Okay. Well, Dominic, I don't know where you're getting this from. Oh wait, is it is it the tight leather jeans? Dude, those assless chaps, man. Yep, that's what it is. Actually, by definition, all chaps are assless. Well, those chaps. <laughs> yep, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it also can't be the jeans because I don't even own a pair of jeans anymore. So, dude, I don't know what we're thinking here. Maybe, uh, what's his name? Brian May? Maybe the guitarist there? Oh, no, not even close. Well, no, maybe not... that long curly hair. Yeah, well, hmm. you know, I don't, I don't I don't, know what my hair looks like anymore if I let it grow out. So who knows? <laughs> maybe it is. Maybe it, maybe it did start getting curls in my old age. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and move on from that. This is This conversation took a weird dark turn. So... Um, yeah, anyway, I don't really have much else to say about this one, because, like, the baseline kind of just is another one bites the dust, and that is an odd, odd choice, but there is this whistle noise that kind of goes throughout this that's another odd, odd choice, I don't really know, it's a little, it, it borders a little bit on the, uh, too high-pitched and grating, but not quite there, I just don't think the NES is capable of producing whatever, like, wavelength that the Sega Master System is capable of that just grates on my spine basically so <laughs> all in all I like this one it's just like it's hard to really you know pat him on the back for for this being a really great track when you know it relies so heavily on you know another one bites the dust <laughs> yeah it's you know that whistling sound it is a little wacky but I think that was the whole point of the song that to me that's what made it so wacky and you know I understand it, it. It is a lot like another one bites the dust, but it was cool how he actually, imp well, not improvised, but composed these really cool solos over that bass line. Mm -hmm. And that's what really changed the song up. Other than that, there's, I don't know, it's just fun to listen to because it's so wacky. I agree. I mean, it's just, for me, just that, that baseline is just so prominent and obvious throughout it. I'm just like, I can't get my mind off of it. Like I was literally sitting there trying to dissect the song a little bit more. And it was like, that's all I kept hearing was another bites the dust. I'm like guys, come on, come on. It's like, you guys could have toned this down a hair anyway. I mean, at least on the under pressure, uh, slash ice, ice baby thing, a hair, maybe change up a note. No, we're just going to use the exact baseline. Okay. That's cool. It. <laughs> it's like, Nope. Tim just totally went for it. All right. That's cool. It's just a mini game. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> 
and it is just Pictionary. Pictionary. Yeah, yeah, Jinx. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's probably thinking no one's going to listen. No one's going to play this game long enough to hear this. Let's just go ahead and I'm just going to take this. This is probably the last track he wrote. And it was just like, ah, whatever. <laughs> hey, probably, huh? He was just like, I'm out of ideas. I blew it all on that uh, title theme. So let's go ahead and I'll just <laughs> rip this off, basically, and throw in some whistles and we'll, we'll call it a day. Yeah, the boner's gone. That's it. Retraction time. Oh, geez, Louise. All right. I've got a, it's like I've got a soft on now. Let's move on. <laughs> Speaking of moving on, let's go ahead and move on to the minigame two. Um, this one feels a lot more like Fallen Style. It is fast without a single millisecond of silence. And for me, there's so much going on with this one. I can't pin down what I like specifically about this one. This is probably not probably this is my second favorite track on here. And it feels so much like it would be perfectly in tune with the Silver Surfer soundtrack. <laughs> yeah I, I could understand that definitely th- this track is definitely by far better than minigame one no, no <laughs> doubt about it this okay so original yeah <laughs> you know and uh i don't know it was excellent it's uh it must be all the intense leads maybe that's what it is maybe i man i don't know like i said he just i, I love the way fallen just writes this really fast stuff and like just I, I'm repeating myself, but doesn't let up for a millisecond with those type of tracks when he composes them. And that's when I feel he is firing on all cylinders. Like, there is just not a moment of wasted sound. Mm-hmm. No dead space. Yeah, I appreciate the hell out of that. As a guy who edits podcasts uh, quite heavily, I really appreciate the lack of dead air in these things that Fallen composes. I'm like, oh man, there's not a there's not an instant where you're thinking, oh, is it over for happy? Like, even a millisecond. It's just like, it just keeps going. And then... When it's over, it's over. Kind of like that <laughs> title theme where he just was like, oh, wait, hold on. Plunk. Now I'm done. Yep. I'm like, boom. Yep. That's it. <laughs> uh, all right. So that about wraps up everything I have to say about minigame too. How about yourself there? That's about it. All right. So let's move on to um, Move Peace, which I think is the one I ended the last one with. And then Congrats. I know, not the greatest of names for tracks, but like I said, I'm going off the YouTube thing here, so whatever i guess so let's go ahead and listen to those and we'll be right back So move piece, uh, yeah, this was the one I ended the last uh, episode with, and again, this is kind of short between these two tracks. Um, there's not a minute worth of music even because this one's like 50 seconds, and the other ones, uh, or no, the, no, maybe there is. Yeah, I think there's a minute and uh, minute four basically, but yeah, barely a minute worth of music between these two. Like I said, I like this one. It's it's really good baseline, and like I said, Tim Fallon just does really good shit with baselines. I really dig his stuff. And he kind of just like does little things throughout that kind of complement the baseline really well. But it's a pretty simple track overall. And ultimately, like I can't really 
fault him for that because I mean it seems like this thing doesn't get used very often or for any great length of time during the game. So I guess you don't want to really write this incredibly long involved piece that people only hear like 30 seconds of at most. Yeah. Well, with that being said, I, I do think there were some solid leads and some great rhythm and interesting paths. Like you said, man, there's, there's some interesting stuff going on with move piece. It's just, for me, it was a little simple. It's just, like I said, compared to the title screen theme and mini game two, I'm just like, this wasn't a bad way to go out on this thing. I kind of like this. It's just compared to those two, it's just like, Oh, this is pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've, I've noticed every single track up to this point seems to have been strategically put together in a way that keeps you hooked because every single song is, well, other than, you know, another one bites the dust, uh, <laughs> pretty, pretty original. You know, there's a, a lot of interesting things the guy does with the music, which I totally dig. Yeah. Tim Fallon's, he's got a very, I don't want to say like a unique style, I, yeah, you know what I'll go ahead and say. Yeah. It's a pretty unique style, but it's sort of the style of things that like I don't know that his music would have like really worked beyond chiptune type stuff. Makes sense. I, I could hear his uh, you know, these compositions being played by a live band like a rock and roll band. You okay. know, because the leads are so rock oriented. You know, it's just I, I totally just hear a band playing this all these tracks, and I don't know. Maybe he liked rock music. <laughs> I'm sure he had some sort of legitimate, uh, you know, musical training because I, I don't imagine somebody who like came up with the title screen theme is is just like a dumbass like me who just put bloops and bleeps together, you know. Hey, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> watch, I, watch! I try to make like one thing in a, in some like sort of MIDI thing, and it comes out like the greatest piece of musical or video game music composition ever. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, I had it in me all along. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> never know until you try. Uh. Yeah, well, I guess we'll never know then. So, <laughs> anyway, um, and we'll go ahead and wrap up with congrats, which uh, 14 seconds long. So you'll be forgetting if you want to go back and listen to that 45 times or so. It won't take you but a few minutes. No worries. <laughs> um, congrats! It does this cool thing where it goes up by two scales from the baseline, and it kind of drops back down one scale. And I really dig that. My only complaint is, again, this thing is 14 seconds long, and I wish there was more to it. And it kind of feels like I, I guess the best way I can put it is, you like you know when you finish. Um, like a uh, side-scrolling or a uh, like top-down shooter, and the stage ends, and it sort of does this like little like musical stinger at the end as your the aircraft or whatever or the spaceship you're controlling flies off. Mm-hmm. That's kind of <laughs> what this feels like to me. It feels like there's this Game Boy game called Solar Striker that this it, the musically it doesn't sound anything like it, but this sort of would fit in perfectly for like when you finish the stage and the uh, ship just goes blasting off into the next stage, basically. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I agree with you, man. This one was uh, definitely short-lived. <laughs> Had a decent build, but then it just, I don't know, it shuts itself down. But I guess that's what Fulham was going for. It had to be. I mean, um, like, he only had, I mean, you know, like I said, he only had like 14 or 15 seconds of work to do. So it's like, well, I can only do so much. Let's just make this happen. Yeah, I just thought this track had a lot of potential. Uh, really should have been developed into something more i would love to see like if we could like ever get a hold of him and just be like hey is there anything else you'd like to do with the congrats music from <laughs> pictionary i mean look or maybe i don't know finish the title screen thing because it didn't seem like you finished it dude i know what happened why did it just cut off Tim? it's like dude you wrote like the single like possibly one of the single greatest pieces of like nes music ever and you just kind of plunk at the end there it's like what what happened <laughs> yeah i wonder what he'd say i wonder 
you know, I really wonder why these songs were structured the way they were. I'm sure if we actually bothered to do a little more research and play the fucking game, I mean, oh, you know, yeah. all of three it minutes it probably would take us. It would probably make a little more sense. But goddamn it, we're here talking about video game music, not video games. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, I like this one a lot. And like you said, it feels like it was going to be something. And he just was like, oh, that's right. I only have 15 seconds with this. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, scratch that. I had this brilliant idea. I guess I'll save it for something else. Hey, yo. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just, it's sad. It was short-lived. Yeah. But, like I said, this whole soundtrack was short-lived. I mean, you know, we're done talking about it now, <laughs> and we've really stretched this episode out, and I think we're looking at, like, 35 minutes maybe at most. So, <laughs> but, again, I kind of feel like Tim Fall and stuff, you almost sort of need, like, their, outside of maybe Magic Johnson's Fast Break Basketball or whatever, uh, they deserve their own episode because there's so much going on with these tracks, it would be weird to split them up into multiple, or, like, in, having two games on one, because you can talk so much about it. Like, if, say we did this in the Silver Surfer soundtrack, that, that podcast would probably end up being, like, an hour and a half long. Yeah. So I think I think doing it this way, probably the better route to go, ultimately. But, I don't know. I really dig Tim Fallon's stuff, and like I said, if I have anything to say about it, this will not be the last time we're covering him. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to cover some more stuff from the guy. He's, uh, incredible phenomenal composer i don't want to get too cliched with him and go right for silver surfer the next time we talk about him because that's sort of the opening salvo for everybody when they talk about tim fallen which is why i kind of wanted to talk about um pictionary <laughs> because i was just like nobody talks about pictionary I, I i i listen to a ton of video game music podcasts and nobody's ever fucking talked about the pictionary soundtrack so i was like well guess what we've got new territory to cover here baby mm-hmm <laughs> That's like uh, the one that's crumpled up and thrown in the trash can. We'll yeah. Cover that one. Yep. Nobody talks about this one. So we'll get all of like an extra like five people listening to it because somebody will Google like, I wonder why the Pictionary soundtrack is so good. It will be the only other thing on Google that pops up when you type in Pictionary <laughs> NES soundtrack. <laughs> it's like, what's this rocket with your car out? Oh, two guys are talking about it. That's interesting. Let me listen to it. <laughs> Have a listen. So, speaking of having a listen, I guess that'll wrap up this episode. Like I said, there's not much else to say about the soundtrack outside of, I enjoyed the hell out of it. And I wish there was more, but, you know, considering how slight the game most likely is, it can totally see why it just sort of is what it is, you know? Yeah, I, I completely understand. I'm sure it's uh, it fits in well with the game, so I'm not going to not gonna argue about it. Yeah, Fallen's proven himself to be a rather uh, intelligent composer, so I'll just trust his judgment and not bother looking up the <laughs> NES uh, Pictionary game too much, so we'll just, I'll just trust him and just say, yeah, you did good, buddy, don't worry about it, don't, <laughs> you did some incredible compositions here, we'll kind of rock it with that, so, uh, speaking of rocking with that, uh, you can follow Rocket With Your Card Out on Twitter at Roico Podcast. you can follow me at Jason Ariola, and you can follow Dominant, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. you can follow Dominic at Dominant Shred, I should have just let you say that, huh? I know, I was just going to say, just say it, Jason, spit it out. Me no say good, talky good. (laughs) (laughs) And with that sort of a ringing endorsement, you can also support me, Dominic, and the entire Games and Drunk crew and our podcast network on Patreon. We launched our Patreon campaign. I'm not looking for much. Just a little couple of shekels here and there to kind of, you know, as a, as a, as a, we'll say a hat on the sidewalk as Dominic and I are sitting here espousing about video game music. It would be nice. Just throwing a nickel or two here and there would be great. Yeah, we'd greatly appreciate it. You know, uh, Dominic Shred, don't beg. Oh, wait. I already used that one. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you guys want to support us? You guys have the opportunity and we'd greatly appreciate it. 
if you um i'll run down the uh, patreon tiers that we have so far um one dollar is just a hey thank you we appreciate it five dollars you get a shout out on a show twenty dollars you get to request like an episode of either this multimedia failure or the game club and fifty dollars you can with a little uh, vetting but if you're listening to this odds are i'm probably not gonna have too much of a problem with you and like politically we're not gonna have too much of an issue where you come on screaming about the wall or something like that i i don't think we're gonna have that issue anyway um $50 will buy you a spot on one of our podcasts if you want to be on be on an episode. So there's some, like I said, I think pretty reasonable tiers here. And I don't know, like we're, like I said, we're, we're growing and I'd like to see us continue to grow. And I'd also like to maybe make a little money doing this. Not much, just to at least so I can break even on the, on the website in general and maybe start, you know, chipping in here and there for the guys for their time. Because I, you know, Dominic takes a lot of time out of his day for me to do this. Vanessa and John take times out of their day. The guests we have on take times out of their day. Occasionally, um, to get a guest on, I have to bribe them with uh, either a a game or a power cord for their uh, 3DS. Hi, Stephanie. So they'd be on. And, you know, it would be nice if it, I, this wasn't just a losing endeavor financially for me year after year after year. <laughs> yeah, we'd, uh, we'd greatly appreciate it. It'd be, you know, we... We're happy to do this for everybody that's listening, and uh, we want to do it some more. And it would be nice to make some money doing it, just to support this. We're growing. Yeah, this podcast in particular, like, I'm not not trying to talk shit about multimedia failure because that is a great podcast, and I love doing that too. But this one is the one that I've just I, I legitimately look forward to doing each episode, even though this one is probably the out of our two main podcasts, um, this is the one that requires the most work and time sync on my end, just because I have to splice in the music, I have to pick out the music, we have to pick out the music that we're going to talk about, we have to jot notes for each other back and forth so we know what we're going to end up saying about it, we have to, you know, out of, we'll say, you know, except this episode because it was six, you know, um, freaking tracks, but normally we have to like, okay, I want to talk about these, or any these you want to cut, or any of these you feel like you, or are there any that we should talk about that I didn't pick or whatever. It's a lot of back and forth, but ultimately like for me, this is like, this has been the passion project of a video game podcast I've wanted to do forever. And I'm, I'm really glad that Dominic and I got this thing rolling finally. Cause man, I, I love this podcast. I really, really do. And God, it sounds so stupid, but I mean, like I said, we say this every episode, but man, having Chibi tech actually do something for a podcast for me is just like, I want to say fangirling out about it, but I'm still fangirling <laughs> out about it a little bit, you know? Yeah, definitely, man. I'm, I'm still surprised. I, I just caught her at a good time where she was willing to slum it with my ass, I guess. <laughs> She's like, eh, I don't have a lot of work going on right now, and I could use some I could use some extra money. Why don't I go ahead and just take that, and uh, I'll, I'll do your stupid little podcast thing. <laughs> uh, uh, like I said, I'm still surprised about the whole thing. It's... Uh... I'm a, I'm amazed, actually. I'm amazed. Yeah, and actually, too, uh, she's selling some merch on uh, Bandcamp right now. Her CDs, uh, she came out, with, or she did physical copies of her, of her, uh, I think her first album, um, and that sold out like instantaneously, like to the point that by the time I got on the page and looked at it, they were all gone. That was the same day. So yeah, but I bought a shirt and a little figurine. So I think the next time we do this podcast, I will, uh, I'll probably just be wearing that shirt. I said I'd do that for her <laughs> once. I wear the shirt once while we're doing the podcast. <laughs> Only once. <laughs> Only once. Sure, told- you're going to be wearing it all day Shh. and then to bed. <laughs> Shh. No, I'm not. I, I bought multiple shirts. This way I can do that all the time. <laughs> there you go. Hey, you know, I, I, I look good in black and pink, I guess. I don't know. So anyway, um, if you can't support us financially, and it, totally understandable if you just want to listen, maybe you can help us out by telling a friend. 
I don't know, share us around, put us on a disc or something. You know, people still listen to CDs, right? I don't know. Can you put a podcast mm-hmm. on cassette? You can, people do mixtapes these days, right? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy got cassettes back into, I, I, man, I sound, I, I am really trying to sell that here and I'm not even buying it myself. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Stop begging, Jason. Yes. Damn. Yes. No, <laughs> Jason begs. Remember, Dominant Shred don't, but Jason sure does. There you go. <laughs> so, but yeah, you can uh, you can follow us on all those platforms um, we mentioned before. You can like, share, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. I almost said iTunes, but that hasn't been iTunes for like a year. Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Google Play, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, and you can just you know there's the regular download URL link that you can subscribe to us with anyway. Um, other than that, I don't think I have anything else to plug. The next episode we're going to have is going to be a, let's say, substantial one. It's something I've hinted at before. Uh, I even hinted at it in the first episode. And there might be something from the first episode that I did by myself that's in there. So I don't want to show my hand too, too much. But uh, yeah, this next one's going to be a huge episode for Dominic and I. And... What do we agree on, Dominic? We think we're just doing it in two parts and releasing them like the same day, basically. Yeah, that'd be it. Yep, to catch up with that uh, one that one week, or I guess the that one by week that we missed. Yeah. So catch up. Yep to uh, to make up for that, we'll uh, we'll do that because yeah, like I said, this next episode is going to be gigantic. So mm-hmm. yeah. So until next time, rock out with your car. I don't have a good way of ending this thing like I do multimedia failure. So uh, yeah. Uh, until next time, guys. We'll talk to you later. Take care. <laughs>